You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. So I think this is the first time in Movie Guys history where we're going to review the same movie twice. Or maybe not the same movie. We'll discuss it. Eric, how the hell are you doing? I'm excited to talk about this one. I have been ever since it came out on Thursday and it streamed for everybody. This, well, we had a conversation before this, right? And I was, I was expecting the worst. I was expecting Man of Steel and Batman v Superman again, and I was, I really was uh, expecting that. I, I don't think it could have been any worse than uh, Justice League 2017. But, well, that's why we're here to talk about it. We are. I mean, uh, Zack Snyder, this is his version. So um, he, did this, fan- he did this for free, didn't he? He did this without pay? Right, right. I just, I just want to let the fans know that I'm not going to get into the history of it because, Eric, I have bored you to death with the history of why this movie happened. So if you're listening to this episode – do the research on why this is even coming out. I don't want to bore you guys of why. Um, but this is allegedly his vision, and I just love how the poster is black and white and douchey. Like it's <laughs> I, I was doing a lot of behind the camera research for this. Because I think I got a lot of, you know, the, the, the stories and the movie down. So I wanted to learn about how we got to this point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think originally he wanted this entire movie to be black and white. Yeah, he did. Like, I I, I don't get him. You know, I, I, I don't get him before we talk about the movie overall. You know, Snyder and I definitely have a love-hate relationship. I mean, there are some movies that he has made that I really applaud. Sure. And there are some movies that he's made, I'm just like, what are you doing, bud? I mean, one of my favorites, I know it's not one of yours, it's actually Watchmen. And I liked it when it came up because it was different. It was new. I never heard of Watchmen. And it was something that I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. So I kind of liked that slow burn of these people are not really superheroes besides the blue one. You know what I mean? I'm being, I'm being, I'm being cheeky, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Uh, Dr. So, Manhattan. Right. And it's like, I just, I just found that conflict interesting. So I tell you what though, halfway through this movie, I don't feel like he has, he has grown as a director or a writer because this feels like, Watchmen, it truly does. Yeah, this this entire movie very much feels very Zack Snyder uh, from beginning to end, from the opening. Yeah, it, it, everything about it, you know. And right. I feel like um, he got a lot of steam from maybe Dawn of the Dead, and then even more from Three Hundred. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then after that, he kind of had the uh, the end night Shyamalan disease, where he's just riding the coattails off of the one and into the other ones because he did uh, a lot of other. He did, uh, besides Watchmen, he did Sucker Punch, which a lot of people is kind of like a, a hit or miss right there too. Um, so yeah, he's he's kind of it's either you love him or you hate him. I think. Right, I I, I agree with you. Okay, so we're going to talk about if, if we're going to love or hate this movie. Um, I thought that it was just deleted scenes or just fillers that he was pissed off about. I didn't know that he refilmed pretty much 90% of the movie. Joss uh, Whedon. 
No, uh, Snyder. Snyder. I mean, I mean, all this was all this refilmed. I no. I, I from what I had seen or my research is that um, he had complete. He had done a lot of the the filming that he wanted to do, um, and then obviously very Snyder. Uh, everything's done in in the editing room, right? But I think he. Had, for the majority, he had gotten the scenes that he'd wanted to do, with the exception of maybe uh, you know the ending or, or whatever else he wanted to uh, to come at. And then when the his family tragedy happened and Joss stepped in, they spent like another hundred million, Joss did, and the studio on reshoots to make 2017 Justice League what it is today. Interesting. Okay, so Josh, Josh, whatever, Joss, Josh. Uh, People are, are now calling Alien. I, I like that in 2017 they're uh, they're calling that version the Justice League. Nice. Uh, um, I never I never liked Mr. Whedon because he destroyed Alien for me. Um, well, he's under hot water right now. Here is he, he a needs to be. yeah. Here is a man who has a reputation for uh, not putting people of color in in his in his films. Um, he is a renowned feminist, but then he also has quite a history with harassment. It's uh, you know, but this is this is Hollywood nowadays, and everything is just kind of gotcha and right. You know. Okay, so I did not know that. I thought it was reversed. So these scenes were already filmed, probably all besides the Joker scene. I kind of feel like that was tacked on. Yeah, yeah, you can, and uh, I believe one of the end sequences with um, Martian Manhunter too. When, that was uh, added too. That okay. was added as well, and there's there's your other parts of it as well. But you could really see what was cut right. from the original after watching this one. Right, because... The, butchered, because, even. Oh, butchered would be a good word, because the beginning of the original movie, uh, it was all about uh, Steppenwolf and what happened and the mother boxes. But in the beginning of this one, it's Superman getting stabbed and killed by Darkseid, not Darkseid, Doomsday, and he lets out the scream and it wakes the mother boxes. Controversial? I'd like the original opening better because it gives us why these mother boxes are a thing because mother boxes are not explained until about the hour, hour and a half mark. Well, this it's is definitely, a four-hour film. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. It, it was still, I think, done a better job uh, in the long run than 2017 where you have Batman basically just killing a parademon on the roof and right. then the aftermatter of the parademon just kind of shows for no reason three boxes right no you know that, that that that's that's absolutely horrible what i'm saying is just uh, it's just the beginning of the 2017 oh, movie where it's yeah, about yeah, the yeah. battle you're right you're right uh where it's just okay this is Steppenwolf. this is your bad this is the battle Here's all the DC heroes with the Green Lanterns and all that stuff. And here are the mother boxes. So we have, okay, now we know. With this movie, my issue was I didn't like the scream in the beginning. Regardless of what I already know, it's just I don't like the scream because it's like, oh my God, it's like an hour and a half for them to explain what these mother boxes are. And that was kind of annoying to me. I thought it was done better in the 2017 one. But you're right, because in the next scene after that first battle, it's just... Batman killing a parademon, which is uh, okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot to take from from the two movies, and I, again, just after watching this one, it really puts it into perspective on how bad they fucked up on the first one. 
Oh, yeah. They fucked up terribly. I and don't then, blame no. Josh, by the way, not to cut you off. I don't blame him. I blame, obviously, the studio. Always mm-hmm. and forever, the studio. Warner Brothers has done an abysmal job of trying to carry this out. They are all over the place. They keep on... I feel like any decision that they make just goes, oh, but it's not Marvel. Oh, but it's not Marvel. And we have to make it more more Marvel. And that's just... It was so horrible because in the first justice league you have a lot of jokes like uh, that's where all those those reshoots came from was the jokes you know i I noticed that yeah it was not jokey you're right yeah and dc has not been jokey dc is a very dark and gritty universe and i i feel like we this is what we what we got you know a very unsaturated world um where it just yeah, where the, the heroes were heroes, or not not just heroes, but tormented by their real life. Right. Uh, speaking of torma- uh, tormation, is that a word? Tormation? Um, I want to talk about right off the bat, Victor Stone, Cyborg, a character, right, that when I, when I personally, when I first saw the Justice League movie, um, I was like, okay, I know who Cyborg is, but he's in this movie? Why? Like, it was confusing. Uh, there was no story behind him he was a pretty much a throwaway character and you want to talk about completely adding depth to a one-dimensional character bravo right there with mm. the snyder cut like cyborgs care i actually rooted for cyborg which i didn't do in 2017 like i feel for the guy yeah he's actually a character in this movie yes yes and, and i'm not saying that it's amazing eric i'm just saying like wow okay that's like Studio, you're stupid. Like this is a whole thing because I don't believe that football scene was in there. Um, how his half of his body was completely gone and his dad revived. Like none of that was there. I mean, it was glossed over very, very quickly. Even if it was, but yeah, it gave depth to a lot of the characters. Not just, not just the 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 good guys, the the supers that we got out of because uh, Barry Allen had his introduction uh, a lot more well explained as well too but we also right. out of the baddies too like they actually have purpose now rather than just being like oh well earth is here and we're going to destroy it absolutely i mean stephen wolf actually do i want to say it's thanos because dark side's kind of thanos but like i actually understand stephen wolf now plus he looks a lot better and they changed the voice too oh he looks way better in this one yeah, like like his armor move, like his armor's like alive. Like, yeah, I really dig that too. Um, one thing that you were complaining because for the fans here, Eric and I were texting each other for the first at least two hours, maybe the first hour, uh, watching this, saying, "Oh, what's this? What's this?" Um, we get to Wonder Woman also taking down terrorists. Was that in the original at all? What I don't remember that. Her introduction. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I thought it was not like not like this. They had to redo it because because that one quick segment uh, when he was uh, shooting uh, the assault rifle and she was kept on blocking with her uh, wrists things like really fast. You don't talk about. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That was amazing. That was not in the original because that was too good to be in the original. It uh, a lot of those decisions seemed kind of weird, like she's trying to save people from a bomb. Yeah, that, that's in the UK, and she ends up doing more damage than the bomb would. You know, like, I, I, you know, obviously she saved lives here, but at the end, the human terrorist that was there 
she uses the bracers and she claps them together to to make the the boom, mm-hmm. and she blows out like the the entire front of the building, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, mm-hmm. what, you know, like what? Why would you do that? Why? Because here's the thing, just like what, just what Batman and Superman was all based apart. Innocent people dying, so they made sure that an innocent build, building was was blown up. Not people. Because the terrorist was going to blow up the building and the people. She just saved the people, which we care about. I get it, but, you, well, yeah, that's the other part is that Josh, or Zack Snyder doesn't really care about people at all, uh, right? No. <laughs> uh, uh, or, or Snyder, yeah, but it's still, like, she. we just saw a whole sequence of her deflecting bullets from a, from an assault rifle. You know, right. from an automatic weapon, and you're telling me that when he reloaded, that you couldn't just like, you, you know, you're faster than the bullet. You're Wonder Woman, Diana. You're faster than the bullet. Why couldn't you just like run up and like disarm him? But uh, you know, that's. Uh, you know, I, I feel uh, like I feel like if we're gonna get into the, the little nitty grits here, then uh, we're gonna make this a two-hour show. No, we don't make this a two-hour. The the show is gonna be as long as the movie. Um. Timeline-wise, I found this interesting I was reading out today, is, of course, this takes place after the first two Wonder Woman movies, but um, the guy who plays Aquaman, Jason Mamawa, whatever, uh, says that Aquaman actually takes place after Justice League, not before. Correct. Um, Because I did not know that Whedon's version took – that took place before. So that's interesting because that that gives his character more weight – for when you go see Aquaman, because he's like a nomad, uh, in a was it like a what like an Ireland sea seaside town kind of. I mean, like Nordic, Nordic. Okay, so like that makes sense about what happens because we get William Defoe in this, which he was not in the original Justice League, as far as I know. I, I didn't see him in the original Justice League, but um, yeah, that was another uh, thing to see in the credits and to see like, oh, he's in. This movie, it's like, oh, they put up a lot of, a lot of celebs in this movie, a lot of big bills here. Don't you think, though? Okay, so just off the movie real quick. Don't you think that massive lawsuits are probably um, deserving here? Just because, like, from what you have told me, which I thought was the complete opposite, but like, I thought this was all refilmed, and you're telling me no, this was already filmed, and the studio just completely fucked it up. So it's like. Like William Defoe was cut. Um, who else? What a lot of cyborg. I mean, I'm just saying a lot of these things were cut. There, there's some, there's some lawsuits coming. A, a lot was cut, and I, I just don't know what to. If there's going to be any lawsuits, I don't know. I mean, if this movie makes money, then why would there be any lawsuits? Is it going to make money? We don't know because it's only on HBO Max. Um, was there a need need at all for the six narrative acts at all when they're all named? It, was there a need? How do you? What do you mean? The, the chapters? Yeah, just you know, just there's black screen and it says "Don't count on it, Batman," and then it goes for like thirty minutes to an hour. Like, is that is that necessary or just just press play? I think I think that kind of took me out of the movie more. Um, than... It gave people the option. Like, obviously, it's a very long runtime. Right. And which will sway a lot of people from watching this movie because of the runtime alone. I mean, I'm I'm definitely a person of that where I look at a movie's runtime and that helps the decision. Don't get me wrong. But uh, uh, to have it to be so long, but to have then the option due to the world that is streaming now 
you know, to, to have the option of being able to do it episodically is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think it's it's a good it's a good way to introduce something like that. And I and the reason why I think I'm I'm going to give this movie a lot more credit is just because this might be the start of something. You know, this might be the a, a new dawn of justice, if I can be punny. You know, like <laughs> it's I, I I when you allow a director to have full creative control and make the movie that they want to make in a length that they want to make it, you get this. This is what happens. And this is not something where they hey, cut down hours and hours, which they probably could have right. if they were trying to do like a theatrical cut. You know, they kind of, probably could have made this like, I don't know, two and a half to three hours. But yeah, yeah, would, it have been, would it have been the same story? I, I don't know. Like, there was a okay. lot in here. You're right. Okay, let's talk about the story then. Uh, I, 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 I still don't, after a four-hour movie, understand completely what these mother boxes do. So what's the point? It's kind of like the gauntlet, right? The Infinity Gauntlet. Like, I mean, like you have to have these three boxes. Individually, do these three boxes do anything individually? So, yeah. Yes, they do. Uh, okay. So basically, with the difference is, and yeah, you're going to have a lot of comparisons. You, you, I, I understand that, and I think everyone else does as well, too. That in Marvel, the gauntlet itself was just a mechanism to hold the Infinity Stones. It was just, right, you know, uh, um, a thing to. And then the stones themselves were created in the Big Bang. They're these ancient, uh, um, kind of life-creating uh, stones that have always been there. You know, and that's just what it is. Whereas these mother boxes are a, a piece of technology. They are they are new. They are new tech. From an old world, I guess. Okay. You know, and yes, each one of them individually, much like the stones, can do something on their own. Okay. And then when they and when they get together, then you again you're comparison, but I'm saying like just like the snap though, you have unlimited power to do whatever you so desire. So what exactly is is Stefan Wolf's thing here? Is it because because what I got from this is that Steppenwolf was kind of like falling out of good graces with Darkseid, which that, that was explained. So he's doing this to get in the good graces of him. But I really don't know what he would do with them if he were to got in his way. Would he just like, lack for a better word, nuclear bomb to Earth? You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 what what is it? Well, um, Thanos was trying to do all this for his – and his purpose was to – eliminate half of the universe he feels that they, it, we're overpopulated and that he is doing everyone a service by eliminating half of the population you know because then that right. would mean more resources for everybody to go around you know he, he had a plan dark side is just basically divide and conquer he's just like I, I want to take over everything i will be in control of everything i am the ruler and the whole point of the mother boxes is for him to go to however many worlds and turn it into apocalypse, his own world. So they, oh, that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Okay. So it, he is basically just um, assuming control of it. Um, does he need to transform Earth into that? I mean, that's up to him. But well, they were saying something though because th- that was something I was confused on, and I was hoping you can explain this to me. So like, dark side, not dark side. Stephen Wolf, 
does something and he travels to a place on earth and he's like, Hey, dark side, this is the place we've been looking for the entire time. It, it, I'm assuming it has something that they need. Yeah. That's another thing too, is that they explained that dark side had been there before. Right. To earth. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and that he failed, uh, at it because he got, uh, beat up by earth's warriors at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of eye rolly. Uh, well, I don't know. That part's believable. I mean, but the the part after that is that you leave and you just didn't. You you just forgot where you went. Well, he got he got fucking destroyed with that axe in this movie. So it's like I mean, he was pretty much dead. His head almost got cut off. So I, yeah, you would think that somebody who's whose uh, main passion and, and motivation in life is domination would would kind of put a a note onto the planet. Right. This is the one we want to do. You know, also, I'm really impressed with um, talk about Superman a little bit here. They finally got away with that uh, with that digitally remastered mustache that he wouldn't shave off. It looks 10 times better. Oh, yeah. Looks 10 times better. And Lois Lane. Finally, we have a character out of her in the Justice League movie because she was nothing in the original. And then she has a routine. She's grieving. She she's goes to get coffee at Starbucks, and then she gives it to the cop, and she just goes and visits uh, the grave, the whatever you want to call it, the monument. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's not a lot of character development, but it's just something like, what was Lois Lane doing? Because I don't believe that was in the original either. No. Um, I liked that, and I thought it was right, but I guess I was wrong. I don't remember James Gordon in the original, but I guess he was. J.K. Simmons. Um, I don't remember him hardly. He was in the other bat, the uh, Batman v Superman. I don't remember him that much. Okay. So, what else to hear that was this different? Oh, the ending battle's totally different, too. Like, it, it's cleaner. Um, there's also, if, uh, for everybody who's listening right now, if you want to go to YouTube, you actually can check out, like, a side-by-side comparison that somebody's made and just how much cleaned up the footage was that uh, that they did for the Snyder Cut. Like, the ending looks good, and it makes sense. It's not just a stupid fight at the base of the nuclear plant. Like, it actually is a good fight. Um, a f- another fight that I like, and tell me if I'm wrong, Eric, because I don't remember this much either from the original. I should have watched it. Um, was them fighting in, like, that sewer under Gotham Harbor. Was that in the original? I, I you're making me want to watch the original, and I really don't want to. I really don't want to. And also, want, as I'm looking it up, I don't think that uh, J.K. Simmons was in Batman v Superman. As I'm looking it in right now, uh, he was introduced in Justice League the original, uh, 2017, but not. Uh, but and in this one, but not Batman v Superman. Looks like. Um, no, I I don't know. Originally, also in the back the backlog is that. Um, Zach wanted to make this into two movies. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So that I think that was another part is that he instead of uh, uh, doing two movies, he have he has creative control and he just made one big movie instead. But, well, that's uh, what he should have done. I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, and that so that whatever scene that you're talking about, I don't recall it being in there. It, Maybe because it had the uh, that that machine that he was using. It had to have been in there. Yeah, it was. I just looked it up. It was it, it probably not as engraved its detail as it was here in this one because everything is just turned up by eleven. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there were scenes that they completely cut. I mean, I'm not a Flash guy. I'm not a Cyborg guy, and I actually cared about them more than 
Wonder Woman. I cared about them more than Batman, Superman, Aquaman. I, I, Aquaman's Aquaman. But Flash and Victor Stone, I became a fa like fan of. Like I really enjoyed that. The Indian Battle was great. Um, things made sense. Really enjoyed that. And of course, the ending, right? Where Lex Luthor escapes uh, Arkham with, and Slade Wilson comes in, which that was in the original. Okay, so now here's my big question. So in the original movie, in the middle of it somewhere, Batman has this nightmare where he's, where he's like in Afghanistan or whatever, and he's using a gun and he's killing things. That's not in this movie at all. That was completely taken out. That is in this movie. It's the epilogue. Well, that scene that I'm talking about is not in this movie. Correct. That scene that you that, that was in that 2017 version is not in this. And right. it's also... If you want to compare it, it's at the end of this new one, whereas in that uh, the other movie, it's in the middle. Right. Joker is in here, and I was nervous because you brought up to me. I was like, man, where's Joker? And you're like, oh, they're probably going to wait till the end. I was like, oh, I hope not. And they did. Yep. Um, Jared Leto was good. Like, why couldn't he have done that during Suicide Squad? Yeah, no tattoos, no excessive glitter or silver in uh, whatever the hell role that is. We got to see this this different type of Joker, which I'm on board for. I I, I would see more of it to see what more we what we have. I liked that um, this is the way that they're going with the alternate universes with um, potentially uh, this being a future scene that Cyborg had had glimpses of the future of mm -hmm. uh, or uh, Barry Allen and his, uh, I guess the, the, the time uh, paradox of him going right. back in time. Right. Which, which could be interesting because uh, this, because the whole point of this is that we get this great Jared Leto scene, really enjoyed it. And then we get the reveal that it's an evil Superman, not dark side that they're fighting. Yeah. That's uh, what I liked, and especially because this is where we get the glimpse of it, that this is um, the Flash, when he was in that suit, that's the same suit that he went into with Batman v Superman, and where he went back and was telling Bruce that Lois Lane is the key, um, and which we can say during the nightmare that Lois Lane had died for whatever mm -hmm. reason, and then Superman has just basically gone savage. Yeah. And he's destroyed the world, and I really, really liked Jared Leto in this a lot. I was really happy. I liked that um, the makeup was a little bit different. I always like when they when they mess around with the Joker makeup a little bit, and uh, enjoyed it. And then we get a big, uh, big reveal at the end of Martian Manhunter coming to visit Bruce Wayne, and he's just like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm on your team. I'm just gonna keep an eye on everybody. See you later." Yeah, hey, call me if you need me. My name's Martian Manhunter, by the way. And see ya. Right. And, and Bruce yeah. is just sitting there like, what the what the fuck was that? Was that Captain Marvel? Who just shows up out of nowhere? Like just, just randomly here. Right. But I, I yeah. Enjoyed it. I, I like that part. Um the first introduction of Ma Martian Manhunter was him uh disguised as Martha Kent and talking with Lois Lane. Which that was a reshoot. I don't know. Uh, I do that know had to have been. Yeah, that was a complete reshoot because originally um, they actually had dialogue uh, Lois Lane and Martha Kent in at Lois's workplace, right at the Daily Planet, 
and it was just kind of a dumb there's a lot of um condescending parts there it just it just seemed kind of silly and and just dumb it just seemed dumb at that scene it did parts. but yeah. but this one you have a, you know it's it's answering questions in this scene and then it gives you more questions because that's when we get the reveal that Martha Kent was actually Martian Manhunter and I was all for it as soon as that happened on screen I gasped and I was like oh man like I finally get to see Martian Manhunter that's really cool I like that how they did it yeah I mean it, it, they could have done it maybe with a little more finesse but um, at the same part like it, it looked good it's obviously it's no it's no crawl of of the Marvel universe mm-hmm yeah but I'm not here to compare I don't want to compare too much of the universes. Right. No, I mean, I actually uh, was quite surprised. I was nervous. I was like, oh, God, okay, because I only have like three days to watch this movie. Am I going to watch this in an episodic way? What am I going to do? And uh, I, it, it took me took me majority of the day because I would watch a little bit, and then I would do stuff, watch a little bit, do stuff. But I, I actually stayed on the last hour and a half, hook, line, and sinker. Really enjoyed it. So with that being said, though, I mean, I feel we got to get a popcorn rain on this one. Now, I know that you, Ed, and I, going back and listening to our old episode, none of us gave that a pass at all. So, is this movie redeemed? So, Eric, I'm going to go first and see what you say. I think this one's a medium. Medium bag, it's not bad. Um, I think it fixes a lot of issues. And uh, it tells me a lot more about the characters that I never got a chance to know before. And uh, if they stay in this realm, this is a this is a step in the good direction. This is not uh, we make a Wonder Woman movie and then take fifty steps back. Like this is this is a good step forward. Um, and I hope they continue this path to continue on. I, I doubt it, but we'll see how popular this is. So a medium bag for me, Eric. Are you going to be as generous as I am? I think so. Like. There's again to go back to it. Not just this movie on itself, which I enjoyed uh, more than I than I disliked. But I think this is going to be. I really hope this is going to be something new that we get to see this new format of directors getting to complete the project that they want and keeping. I hate the studios, man. And like the studios have butchered so much of the things that we love in the past. They butchered so many stories of of books of comics, you know, of other adaptations. They just do a shit job of it because they feel, these execs, that they know what's cool and what the people want, and they're just so out of touch with everything. Mm-hmm. And that, and they just copy, and or they just think, that they, and it sucks. It really does. But when you have something like this, I think it, it worked. And I really hope that this was a moment that shut a lot of the execs up, that said, listen, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, Warner Brothers obviously does not have a Kevin Feig, and that sucks because I feel like it would have been a lot more planned. And I, I, from everything that I've heard, as far as doing the research, the studios have been doing such a shit job with the creative control over these franchises, over the DCEU, that it's it's made everything seem unrelated to each other. So uh, it and it's a bummer, and I really hope that again we get to see more of this. I hope that this this continues that this movie does successful enough to where I get to see a Justice League too. I would like to see more Martian Manhunter. I would like to see Green Lantern, and I would like to see more Darkseid. I think Darkseid yeah. didn't get um, 
a lot of play in here, but he is he is really a cool baddie, man. And I like him a lot more than Thanos. Thanos is a bitch, and I swear everyone <laughs> no, he, he really is in the comics. Like he cuz uh and everyone thinks like, oh, he's such a big baddie. No, he's not, dude. He's a bitch in the in the comics. He changed his mind and and re-snapped, you know? Uh Oh, did he? It's it, that's and then he's there's a few other times where Thanos has tried to take over the universe as well too. It's it's uh, you're getting you know stretched down to this weird real train now of, of a story of of what Thanos is trying to do and I feel like he was just kind of like a you know a Deus Ex villainer if I can mm-hmm. use that where it's just like oh we need a big baddie uh, oh we haven't heard from Thanos in a bit like, bring him in here you know and uh, well, yeah. whereas Darkseid has always been pretty consistent about what his message is and what he's wanted to do and also what his powers are dude is a beast you know dude is uh, um just uh, amazing and that's what i want to see because right now we get this this idea that superman is basically god and untouchable right but as far as i know in my exposure to the stories and comic books dark side is like that times you know what i mean like 50 he is him taking out Superman is not is not a problem. Really, he can do okay. it with his arms behind his back, which he usually has his arms behind his back. I did not know that he could do that, but all right. His laser vision out of his eyes alone are enough to fuck anyone up. Really? Okay. Well, this character is definitely something I want to see then more of. I would like to see more of it, but then again, DC gets really weird you know especially with like a lot of the justice league because i don't know if you remember the the cartoons that they had in like the whatever the hell the 60s and the 70s or like the super friends right right and the wonder twins mm-hmm. like i don't need to see them eh, valid yeah i don't need to see them either to be honest with you yeah it, it does get weird i mean and we're gonna see that with marvel soon though because now they're on their phase four so we're definitely gonna see marvel get weird especially after wandavision right i mean it's gonna get crazy oh i i Internet rumors seem to be um, all but confirmed that uh, for Marvel that Squirrel Girl is going to be in the in somewhere in here. Yeah, they can't do that. But all right, we're gonna go with it. I mean, we're gonna go with it. There's no other. There's no other reason. But all right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Like always, check us out on all the social media platforms and on MovieGuysPodcast.com. Well, wait a minute. Did you say? Did you give your bag rating? I did. Medium. Oh, okay. Oh, then I did not say my bag rating. Oh, you did not? Okay, what was yours? Medium? I was talking it up and everything else like that. Uh, no, I, I actually... I want I want to give it a, a, a large. I really do. Just because of how how much of an improvement and how much I'm comparing it to the other one is. You're going to this one at large. I, you know, it's, it's a tough thing because I could easily just give it a medium with like some extra butter on it. You know, there's a lot of things that I, I could pick apart about this movie. There really sure. is. Right, right. But I'm trying to go for the overall effect. I enjoyed it. I watched it all in one sitting. I know you, I think you did too. And I just enjoyed everything. Everything that I watched, I was watching it, expecting to be disappointed. And the more and more I watched, the more I was like, oh, okay, I'm actually into this. Would I watch it again? Not anytime soon. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Not anytime soon at all. So maybe I just talk myself off the ledge there and I'll just give it a medium. What is back. it? Is it a medium? It's a, yeah, I'll, get, I'll give it a medium. I feel like there, there could have been. Yeah, I'll just I'll just say a medium just to kind of play it to play it safe. I think the rewatchability, uh, the ability to rewatch it, probably has a lot to say in it. 
and again, the four-hour runtime is not something to uh, to bat an eye at either. No, yeah, the four-hour runtime is just absolutely, absolutely but ridiculous. But I, I really, I really enjoyed the movie. It got, it's getting high ratings. So no, it is, it is. People are happy with it, which we knew that was going to happen, right? I mean, Sonic got high ratings because you know, hey, they were redone and they listened to us. Meh. You know, I, that could have been all marketing, by the way, too. Could have been. You know, the funny thing is that I'm uh, looking at her list so far this year, starting with Eleanor Holmes of our season here. And uh, you've only given one large bag so far, and that was Malcolm and Marie. And I have given nothing but mediums and smalls. I have not had a large bag yet. I feel there's Malcolm and Marie had left an impression. You know, I think it was just very well done from from start to finish. Again, like the, I, I think there's too many gripes I have about this movie to give it a large bag. Well, so far you've already given one no bag this year, which is very rare. Do you know what that was before we head out the show? New Nightmare? Yeah, that's the only one so far. Yeah, deserve it. Right, right. Well, we'll see what's going on for the rest of the year. And like I said before, everybody, thank you for checking us out. And always go to movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Download this episode and many others. And also wherever you get your podcast from. We are on those platforms. Eric, thank you so much for joining me, and we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.